Welcome to the City Beautiful Church podcast. Thank you for taking the time to join our family as we strive to live together in heavenly reality. For more great content, visit us online at citybeautiful.ch. All right, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, Welcome to City Beautiful Church. Today we are... um, kind of capping uh, a series that we've been in about virtue uh, that we've been calling and the thing after that. Uh, But not only that, it kind of stretches back even before that. We kind of immersed ourselves in Paul's letter to the Colossians. And the whole idea of this season, you know, with our larger vision of all of our allegiance to King Jesus is how do we uh, gather every part of who we are behind allegiance to Jesus? That faith is not just a passive acknowledgement of God kind of vaguely doing something in the world, maybe perhaps, but actually it's every part of who we are, our mind, our spirit, our hearts, getting behind him and allowing him to form and to shape us. And so we've been talking about how virtue is that shaping of our character, that being a Christian is not a list of do's and don'ts, but it's a vision of who we are becoming day by day as we pledge our allegiance to King Jesus. And so today we wanted to take time um, to really work on remembering uh, what God has done over the past couple months in our community. And if you're new, there'll still be plenty of time for you to kind of jump in on this. Um, so there's gonna, be, uh, there's gonna be a couple moments of prayer. There's gonna be some moments of discussion among you. Uh, but what I wanted is us to begin uh, meditating on the scripture that's been so central to us in this season. And so uh, for now, you can just stay seated. And in a moment, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to read uh, this passage, Colossians 3, 1 through 17. And if you're a visual learner, it's going to be up on the screen. If you're not, I would encourage you actually to close your eyes and to allow the Lord to give you vision. You know, for some of us, maybe he gives us a picture. For some of us, maybe he gives us a memory. For others, uh, perhaps there's like a word or a phrase that kind of pops off the screen. And that's something that God is saying, hey, I want you to pay attention to this thing. That's the thing that I want to work on your heart today. Um, And so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pray and I'm going to encourage you just to have a posture of openness before the Lord. I always find it's really helpful, you know, pay attention if there's any tension in your shoulders or your body. If you're like, this is, it's really hard to listen to the Lord when you're like this, right? Like that. You can't even listen to yourself. So just open up your body, have your hands out in front of you, this posture of uh, receiving from the Lord. And I'm going to read Colossians 3, 1 through 17. So Almighty Father, to you all hearts are open and all desires known. And from you no secrets are hid. And we believe that's a good thing. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Speak to us, Lord, for we're listening. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things.
where you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways, in the life you once lived. Now, you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised, or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity.
let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace. of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So I want you to just take a moment and just allow the Lord to show you whatever it is that he wants you to latch on to this morning. Jesus, we dedicate this time to you. We dedicate this space to you. We dedicate these people, your dear ones, to you. Send your spirit upon us in this moment to do whatever you will in us and through us. Lord, we're here because we have this expectancy that we're going to meet you. And because we meet you, we're changed, we're transformed. We look a little bit more like you when we leave than when we first came. So guide us through this time, Lord. Help us to focus. Help us to develop that hunger to meet you, that we rejoice when it is said unto us, let us go to the house of the Lord. I pray all these things in your name. Amen. If you'd stand with me, let's worship. Over the world, Spirit, come over. 
spirit when you move, you make my heart When you fill the room, you're here and I know you are moving I'm here and I know you will fill me
my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. acknowledging God for who he truly is that kind of sets the tone and creates a sacred space. But before we can kind of move on as we move deeper into the presence of God, there comes a moment where we have to contend with the things that are holding us back from entering into his space freely. And it's not that God looks at you and goes, hey, you've kind of got sin cooties. If you could take care of that, please, before you enter into my space because I'm so holy. That's what a lot of us grew up with. But it's rather we hold ourselves back. We bring into God's presence all of the offenses that others have done unto us and the things that we've done unto other people. We kind of bind ourselves. We tie ourselves to these moments in our past. 
And as we've been looking at in this series with forgiveness, if we don't learn how to forgive others, we, we don't have the capacity in our hearts to receive the forgiveness that God so freely offers us. So we're gonna enter into a time of praying uh, for forgiveness. And we're gonna begin uh, by forgiving others. And that's where we're going to start. And then we're gonna ask the Lord to forgive us. So it's as we're clearing space in our hearts, as we're letting go of the disappointment and the pain that other people have caused us, we're clearing space then for us to receive the forgiveness of God anew. And so in the first prayer, um, I'm going to pray. I'm going to give you space just to see what names, faces the Lord draws up in your mind, in your heart. Um, and then I'm going to ask you to forgive them in that moment. We're going to go through those and then we'll pivot. And together we're going to read a prayer of confession. And I'm going to leave some space for you just to do some work with the Lord to confess um, your own sin and offenses um, and then uh, we will have a pardoning of sins as we continue in worship. So things on it in italics, that's you. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, teach us to forgive those who have offended us so that we might have the space in our hearts to receive the forgiveness you so freely offer. Firstly, for those who have wronged us with their words. For those who have wronged us with their actions. For those who have abandoned or neglected us. For those who have disappointed us. For those who have taken advantage of us. Remember that we talked about when we were talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness isn't a feeling. You don't work through your feelings until you get to the place where you can forgive somebody because you're always going to feel your feelings. But you make a conscious decision to forgive somebody and then you do the work of working through the feelings after that commitment. So together, now that we've created space in our hearts as we've released others um, from unforgiveness and bitterness, so now we ask the Lord to forgive us of our sins and we pray this together. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. So just take a moment and just confess your sins before the Lord.
Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Let's continue in worship.
yet be filled with peace and choose not to forgive and look like you. So I pray that you would continue to do that in us, in me. Thank you, Jesus, for showing me what it looks like. that we've gotten to do it together. And so that's why we're here, right? To be with each other. And so we're going to transition into a time of community uh, to greet each other, love on each other a bit. So may the peace of the Lord be always with you. All right, if you want to go ahead and move back to your seats. 
Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Good to see you. Good to see some new faces. You always wonder about Labor Day weekend, um, who's around and who's probably out on a pontoon. Marshall wasn't out on his pontoon. Did you get your second Tesla into the uh, garage? That's great, man. I love how the Lord blesses you. Marshall came up to me last Sunday and says, you know, I don't even have a garage, right? I'm like, yeah, but the joke doesn't work. If I don't pretend like you have a, I'm already pretending like you have a, two Teslas. Um, so welcome, everyone. As I, as I said at the beginning, we're wrapping up this series that we've been in called And the Thing After That, talking about the place of virtue. Um, and what, we were, what we've been looking at this whole season, uh, we, we, we went through uh, Paul's letter to the Colossians. Uh, and then we really honed in on this really particular passage in Colossians 3, uh, beginning in verse 12. I'll read it again. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And so we went through Paul's list of the virtues one at a time, really exploring what are these. Because I believe in our world today, we're in a moral crisis. And a lot of times, if you've been raised in, in the church, you think, oh yes, there's a moral crisis in the world. And the church is the answer to that. But what I'm beginning to realize, and I have a seeking suspicion that you might as well, the moral crisis is just as much in the church as it is in society at large. Because what's happened is we've reduced uh, um, we've reduced morality to a set of do's and don'ts, how we're supposed to behave, how we're supposed to respond. And there are so many um, competing narratives. There are so many uh, crises that are demanding our attention, kind of flying across our screens that we have to make these snap judgments of, am I in or am I out? Do I believe in this thing? Do I not believe in that thing? Do I act on that? Do I not? And there's so much about what we're doing and what we're saying. There's not enough of a conversation about who it is that we're becoming. And a lot of times, if we're not really examining that deeper level of what, how are we being formed to be the kind of people who can stand up and be faithful in a broken world, we end up in legalism, whether that's religious legalism or secular legalism. This is a little funny aside. Uh, I got a message from somebody a few weeks ago asking uh, about our church and several stances. And one of the things they asked about it, you know, kind of going up earlier in this passage was, what's our stance on sexual immortality? I was like, I, I don't know, I don't have a stance on that one yet, but I mean, I'm for it, personally. That sounds great. Um, but it highlights this deeper assumption that we have about how the world works. Well, we just, you just need to have policies and stances and like give us all of the lines in the sand so that we can feel, I mean, how many of you this week has been evidence of that because of the, uh, because of the abortion bill passed in Texas and you've seen social media just explode into one huge moralistic, legalistic, vicious conversation that we're just so veiled that we can't actually see clearly what, what's happening in front of us. We can't actually talk about issues anymore. Because as soon as we enter into that kind of moralistic posturing, we have dehumanized people, certainly at the center of the conversation, but definitely whomever our supposed opponents are. The human brain is still not wired to recognize human beings on the other side of a digital conversation. 
They're just obstacles to be overcome. And I think that that's why this conversation about virtue is imperative for us, that we reclaim the place of virtue in the Christian journey, that being a Christian is not about being baptized and then you twiddle your thumbs until you die and just hopefully you don't look at pornography in that time and then you go off and go to heaven. But actually, the Spirit of God is doing something in you day by day, and it's one part your effort to show up, which is why Paul is saying in this passage frequently, and we see this throughout the New Testament, you got to show up. you got to put some effort into this. Like your allegiance is a conscious decision that you are making to gather yourself up behind the Lord Jesus and to follow him wherever he goes. And then in that, he meets you in that process. The Spirit of Jesus within you is doing something but transforming you from the inside out. So being a follower of Jesus, being a Christian, is not saying I agree with the following stances and I disagree with the following policies and I vote this way or whatever and these people are in my circles and those people aren't. But it's actually who am I becoming from the core of myself that when I step out into a scary and unknown world, somehow I still know how to be faithfully present in that moment with the people around me. I think that's what's so powerful about this place of virtue that they're not clearly defined for us, but virtue itself becomes the journey of discovering on a deeper and deeper level, what do these things mean? I think, I don't know about you, but for me, the most profound uh, revelation of this, uh, this season for us is to look at some of these words that we claim to be at the core of our faith. Well, we all know what kindness is, we all know what patience is, we all know what forgiveness is, we certainly know what love is, but to actually go deeper and deeper and deeper on the deepest assumptions, I think so often the most profound revelations of the Christian journey are when we return back to the things that we accept as the core. It's not just going into the outskirts and, you know, many of you know my love of ancient alien theory and uh, the pre-Adamite civilization that we talked about last week. Did anybody YouTube it? I give you guys homework, and then, I know. I actually told John David that last week, and that's why I dug deeper into it. I'm like, I'm just going to go there. Um, there's fascinating things on the outskirts of our faith, but it's, it's really, it's these core tenets of our faith that we circle back to every few months or every few years and go, I thought I knew what love was. And then I had this new revelation. Bear, come on in. You're good. I thought I knew what it means to offer forgiveness or to receive forgiveness. And I think the most powerful thing about that is because it's about participation. You don't just read a book on love, but you actually participate in love. You don't go to a seminar on forgiveness. You actually make the path by walking it. You learn how to forgive, and then you have these revelations that equip you for the next time. And that is the place of virtue. You see, we're being formed in the character of Jesus more and more day by day. And that should be our constant prayer. That from the moment we wake up to the moment we fall asleep again, we look a little bit more like him than we did the day before. And so I want to take some time for you guys to share, to kind of give testimony to one another, just reflecting on this past season. And if you're new, um, that's okay, because I hope that, some of these, these virtues are big enough that you have also been witnessing some sort of new revelation or new transformation because of the spirit of Jesus within you. 
We're perhaps in this season of viciousness in, in this pandemic where we've been talking about how so many things have been apocalypsed, so many things are being revealed through uh, everything that's happening within our nation that perhaps you come back to these virtues and you're having new understanding. So I'm gonna give you a good five minutes and I want you uh, to turn to one another um, and I would highly encourage you, especially if you see somebody that you don't know around you, to turn and to engage with them as well. But which virtue has left the biggest impression on you in this series and why? Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness, and love. Which virtue has left the biggest impression on you in this series and why? So let's take five minutes and just uh, have a dis discussion with those next to you. All right. If you want to stand with me, we're going to continue in worship, but as we talk about so often in our community, it's to lay that foundation of remembrance and gratitude for what God has already done and what he's already spoken, what he's already shown to us that gives us that platform to be able to look into the next season with confidence. Not that we know where we're going or where we're going to end up, but we know that wherever it is, it's good because he's with us. So I'm gonna pray and we're gonna continue in worship. Father, I thank you for your chosen people, holy and dearly loved that are here this morning. I pray that you would teach us how to clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. I pray that we would bear with each other, that we would forgive one another if any of us have a grievance against someone. I pray that we would forgive as you have forgiven us. And teach us how over all these virtues we are to put on love, which binds them all in perfect together in perfect unity. I pray this in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. Let's worship.
we've remembered the things that God has shown us, has spoken over us, and as we remember, they become deeper and deeper a part of us. And now we kind of turn our eyes out to the world as the holy and dearly loved of God, becoming virtuous people more day by day. We're going to pray um, over the church and over the world. And I love this prayer because so often it takes me places that I wouldn't normally go to pray over the government, to pray over creation itself, uh, to pray over the sick and the dying. You know, so often um, we pray from the inside out. Whatever's going on inside of me, I kind of cast that out into the universe and and hope that God hears it. Uh, But it's so beautiful to have prayers that go from the outside in. We're invited to pray into things that maybe aren't on our hearts, they aren't on our minds, and we're actually surprised by what the Lord um, invites us to dialogue with him about. And so in these prayers, I'm gonna give you a prompt, and I'm gonna leave space, and I want you to pray however you feel prompted to pray into that thing. And if you're really bold, you're gonna do it out loud, okay? Not that God can't hear you, but sometimes you need to hear yourself to go, oh, I actually agree with this. (laughs) Because sometimes when our prayers are saying, It's like, are you here, you know? So pray out loud, full voice, like let him hear you. Let those around you hear him. Has any of of you ever been to a Korean church? It's nuts. It's awesome. Everybody just at once, bang, they're just all praying. And they're all agreeing. And even though they might not be necessarily picking up what everyone's saying, it's the best. So I want us to pray like that today. So let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Let us pray for the church, for our brothers and sisters in Christ. in your mercy. Guide the people of this land and all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. We especially pray for our President, Joe. We pray for our Vice President, Kamala. We pray for our Congress and our courts. We pray for our Governor, Ron. We pray for our County Mayor, Jerry. We pray for our City Mayor, Buddy that all of those who are in positions of power, whether they know your voice or not, would contend with what justice truly looks like in your kingdom and what peace truly means when we size it up to Jesus on the cross. Let us pray for our nation and for all the nations that come to our mind.
Lord, in your mercy. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others to your honor and glory. Let's pray for the earth itself. all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Let's pray for friends and for family. suffer in body, mind, or spirit, give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, we especially lift up to you those in our community who are suffering from uh, severe anxiety over the past couple weeks, who are really struggling with their mental health. We also pray for those um, who are suffering with COVID, whether they're at home or they're in the hospital move quickly to bring healing and salvation. Let us pray for the sick. Lord of all power and might, 
the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name. Increase in us true religion. Nourish us with all goodness and bring forth in us the fruit of good works. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. I could run a thousand
let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We're going to continue in worship uh, by giving of our tithes and our offerings. As a church, we've committed to giving away 10% every month, uh, 10% of our budget. I'm happy to tell you this past month we were able to um, set somebody up with counseling um, that they weren't able to afford, and we were also able to make uh, a pretty decent donation to Samaritan Village, um, which is an organization here in town um, that provides everything uh, for, for women who are coming out of domestic abuse scenarios. It gives them housing and food and counseling and kind of helping to take care of them and protect them, which is amazing. So thank you all for your generosity. Um, we did end the month about four grand short, um, so we want to be able to kind of stay on top of that, stay on top of our budget. But um, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to give you some time to give so you can see on the screen. You can go to citybeautiful.ch slash give. Or you can text that phone number. That's the easiest thing. That's what I do. Um, and if you have cash or checks, there's a box over here on your way out that you can just take that. So, um, Father, we really do thank you that all gifts that we have come from you. They flow through us and they become part of your kingdom work. And I pray that especially upon our finances, Lord, um, that we wouldn't be people who are afraid of money and allow it to control us. Um, but instead we see it as the gift that it really is to make a difference in the world around us. Lord, I thank you for the generosity of this community and through Benevolence Fund, what we've been able to do in sowing into individuals' lives, sowing into organizations, and I pray that that only increases, Lord, that we, as we're in this journey of virtue, so we become a journey of becoming more generous. And so, Father, I pray that right now, um, would you just do some business with each one of us uh, put a number on our hearts to give to continue to support what it is that we've committed to doing here together. Let's just take that time with the Lord. things that are happening in our community just to keep you informed. You can always keep up with what's happening with um, any kind of pertinent links. You can see all of our financial transparency if you go to citybeautiful.ch weekly. 
Uh, so we try to update that as often as possible. Um, next Sunday is what we call Praxis Sunday. So three times a year we love to pause. Um, we celebrate what God is doing in our community uh, and then we kind of offer new opportunities. So we're going to talk about new discipleship opportunities. We have uh, our community groups. We have a couple studies that we'll be doing. And then we'll have some more of our spheres for kind of getting out into the world and enjoying each other's company. And there'll be opportunities to serve. So, for example, this Sunday, Bree, our amazing Greenhouse uh, Kids coordinator, she didn't have anybody else to help her serve. So Steve, one of our elders, is stepping in, which is amazing. But, you know, we own these kids together. It takes a village to raise an idiot. Am I right? Wait, is that the phrase? Yeah. Whatever. So you guys, we own, we own all of this together. It's not like there's a bunch of professional Christians putting on a show and then you guys just show up and attend. It's like we own the thing together. So next week we're going to be talking about more of those serving opportunities. Uh, and then the, the Saturday morning, the 11th of September, um, Lloyd needs some help gathering the last of our stuff from our big move. It's in my garage. It's in your front room. It's like, it's like all over central Florida. And we want to gather all of our stuff and we would put it in one place. So she needs about three or four people between the hours of uh, nine and 12. And so um, actually we'll just say, Loy, if you can kind of be over here, kind of near the giving box right after the gathering, please talk to her, sign up for that. The 11th September is a Saturday morning. It's just a couple hours and we'll be able to take care of that. So that's all we have for you today. Um, I hope it was uh, edifying to you. Go forth in the name of Christ. See you next week. This has been the City Beautiful Church podcast. To stay connected, follow us on social everywhere at City Beautiful CH. We hope you join us again soon.